When I got your Facebook ad and I saw what you were up to, I was like, patio covers? And you're making millions with this? I got to learn more. If you're an attorney or you're a doctor and you go to a party and you talk to your family or friends, they're like, oh, you're a doctor. Oh, mm-hmm. you're an attorney. I'm like, what do you do? I'm like, well, I build patio covers. They're like, like, yeah. Or if I'm like, I'm a general contractor, they go, oh, you're a general. Do you build houses? I'm like, no, I build patio covers. They're like, what? Yeah. Wherever you guys are watching this show, I would truly appreciate it if you follow or subscribe. It helps a lot with the algorithm. It helps us get bigger and better guests, and it helps us grow the team. Truly means a lot. Thank you guys for supporting, and here's the episode. Welcome back to the show, guys. Today, I have a very interesting guest for you guys in an industry you probably know nothing about, actually. Clark Wagaman, how's it going? Hey, good, Sean. How are you? I'm good, man. When I got your Facebook ad and I saw what you were up to, I was like, patio covers. And you're making millions with this? I got to learn more. What, what, what is this? What is this? This is ridiculous. I know that's, that's, that's my point with it. And that's why we're, well, we have the franchise, which I suppose we'll get into, but we're franchising in Vegas. We're out of Sacramento. And uh, that's like what I do. Like if you're an attorney or you're a doctor and you go to a party or you talk to your family or friends, they're like, oh, you're a doctor. Oh, mm-hmm. you're an attorney. I'm like, what do you do? I'm like, well, I build patio covers. They're like, <laughs> okay. Like, yeah. Or if I'm like, I'm a general contractor, they go, oh, you're a general. Do you build houses? I'm like, no, I build patio covers. They're like, what? Yeah. You build what? So specific, like such <laughs> a niche thing, right? Yeah. Aluminum patios are like, they have no idea what it is. The cool thing about that is like the opportunity is huge, right? For someone who would like to get into that, who's handy or who's a contractor. Like, right. I think it's great for that person, right? Yeah. And you were able to generate $3 million in just one city, right? Well, yeah, I mean, we do, um, I mean, my company now does like over, we do about five and a half million a year nice. in Sacramento. And uh, so like the start of it, when I was working out of my truck, we, I just had a trailer and my logos and stuff like that. And uh, I just started advertising a little bit. And like first year we tracked, I did uh, 680,000, then 1.8 million, then 2.2 million. That was one, two, three, mm. year three, like in three years. Wow. It was, it was very fast because there's not... Like, I hate to let the cat out of the bag, but, like, there's not a lot of super professionals in that industry, right? right. Plumbing there is, electrical, you'll find that around, you know, in your town here. Yeah, They're everywhere. everywhere, right? And they know how to advertise. But, like, with what we do, they don't know. Right. So, so how did you even develop that skill? Were you working for someone else first? Oh, yeah. I started in 2000. I was in the Navy. Got out of the Navy. My buddy got me a job building patio covers. It's like, sure, let's give it a shot. I wanted to be a chef that's, like, I was making like eight bucks an hour cooking. Nah, yeah. I'm good. I'll go back to patios, make two grand a week as an installer. I hated installing. I felt like there was like, I could do more with myself than install patio covers. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I worked my way up through the ranks in the company and, uh, you know, did the projects, uh, designing and engineering. And wow. Eventually I got fired in like 2008 or nine or something like What'd that. What'd you do? Like, I was a prima donna. Like yeah. all patio guys are prima donnas because we know... Nobody knows how to do it. And we're like, huh, find someone else. Uh. And so I was a punk, right? And so I started kind of doing my own thing. And the company didn't have good direction. So long story short, I get fired. I'm like, all right, I'm already on Craigslist advertising. When Craigslist was the thing. Right? Back in the when day. You, yeah, when you can yeah. still get stuff on Craigslist. I, I got one of my dogs on Craigslist. Actually, it didn't end up well, though. I did too, actually. <laughs> yeah, I think my, that didn't end well either. Yeah, that, there's that, a reason that, they're on there. It didn't go, right. yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I don't even know if Craigslist is around, but who knows? So, anyway, I started on Craigslist, and then I met an advertiser, started doing some mailers and stuff like that, and then found an SEO company. And mm-hmm. They're actually out of Vegas here. Nice. Um, yeah, Ring Ring Marketing. They're great guys. If anybody wants yeah. to check them out. Um, and then, boom, started just like I couldn't even answer my phone. Then you hire one person for the office. Then you mm-hmm. hire guys to install patios. The next thing you know, you need a location. It's just like. 
crazy. Wow. So talk yeah. to me about the importance of SEO. So if someone's in your town and they Google patio cover installation, are you on the first page? For sure. Yeah, nice. for sure. Because we've been with Ring Ring since, I mean, for like 12, 12 or 13 years or something wow. like that. So a long time. So he, nice. I pay, uh, Welton Hung is, is the owner's name, and he really knows what he's doing, especially with windows, patios, home improvements. And we started a long time ago, so we're grandfathered in, which is cool. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean... Plus, my website is sacramentopatio.com. That's a good domain. <laughs> yeah, right. So, and he was like, when he came to me, he was like, how did you get this domain? I'm like, I, I, when I looked it up and it's like, Sacramento Patio is available. Well, that makes sense. I'll buy yeah. that. And I'll buy Sacramento Patio Vegas. And I'll buy Sacramento Patio. And it's like, let's have some domains, yeah. right? And if that's the field you're going to be in. I like your business, man, because these don't get, these old school businesses don't really get. Shout out to today's sponsor, Rocket Money. Guys, you ever feel like money's just flying out of your account? Well, this app might be able to help you because there's something called subscriptions that are eating at your bank account every single month. And there's apps you don't know about. Delivery apps, streaming services, you name it. You're probably getting charged a monthly fee by a lot of companies and you don't even know. You can see all your subscriptions in one place on the Rocket Money app and you can cancel all the unwanted subscriptions with one tap They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months and negotiate your bills to be even lower by up to 20%. All you got to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that basically finds and cancels unwanted subscriptions. They help you monitor your spending and they help you lower your bills. Rocket Money has been a great experience for me personally. They've saved me money. Um, hundreds of dollars on bills. They were able to go through all of my credit cards, all of my bank statements, see what I was paying for on a monthly basis. And I found a ton of stuff that I don't even use, honestly. I had an Xbox Game Pass that was being charged monthly. I don't even play games. That one was years old. And they also lowered some of my bills. My phone bill and my Wi-Fi bill were pretty high. They were over 150 bucks a month and they were able to cut down on those prices. So all in all, shout out to Rocket Money, great product. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash DSH. That's rocketmoney.com slash DSH. Link will be in the description below. The spotlight. It's all about these newer trendy businesses on social media. Well, and I, wa I was watching your stuff and I'm like, dude, I'm so out of place with like NFTs and all this. Jackson and I were talking about like, what the heck is all this stuff? Yeah. Like, I wish I knew more about it, but I don't have the bandwidth. I'm like, I'm too old yeah. for it now. I'm like, I'm a blue collar guy, like micro, that's what we do. That's where we're from. You know, I grew yeah. up in a construction family. So, but you're right. Like there's a lot of opportunity there because nobody's really considering that. It's not a focus anymore. Right. So have, have you seen it work in other cities or do you think it's just excelling in sacramento no no it's huge like it's big there it's huge in la it should be really huge here mm. there's a new manufacturer in town i mean they've been here like five or six years so um i started a manufacturing company with the leverage of cw designs in sacramento so mm. i have cedaloom manufacturing there also so we manufacture patios uh so it, it's like it, all all that industry needs is someone to show others how to do it right how to how to build a patio how to design how to sell how to get the permit and that's why we're franchising here because if we teach people, then it'll grow that industry mm. faster. It, it doesn't grow; it's not growing fast enough. Yeah, you can't advertise too much right now, like yeah. in that industry. So you said permit. So who needs a permit? The homeowner. Yeah. Well, if you're a contractor, uh, you have to get a permit to build a patio over a certain size if it's attached to the house. Oh, got it. Yeah. yeah, I remember Drake had to get permission to expand his house. 
in Toronto? Of course. Well, I mean, you don't have to, but you probably should. If you <laughs> want to sell it and like get money back out yeah, of your yeah, house yeah. or not get in trouble if your da- neighbors aren't aren't nice people, they could they could turn you in. Ooh, so that's the problem. Like, yeah, and then they're like tear it down or get an engineer that'll sign all this off, and that's Man. a huge mess. You know. What's the most expensive patio you've built? Um, not. I mean, I got away from commercial because we just commercial is like a whole nother entity. Like. I see a lot of people take everything on. I think that's a mistake. Like if you specialize, you can do really well at that one thing and, and right. make sure that you're netting, like mm-hmm. you're making money, right? Yeah. Not just bringing in cash flow. Cash flow is good, but we got to bring some home, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the commercial job that we did, the last one was 116 grand. So damn, just for a bad. patio? Yeah. Holy yeah. And that's crap. not, that's not, that's, that's normal. Really? You know? So we're going to open up the, co- the commercial again, especially because my Aerolube line, the opening lube roof that I uh, designed and patented. There's a lot of them out on the market. Ours is the least expensive, the most, I wouldn't say it's the least expensive, it's the most affordable and most high quality, the least moving parts, the easiest for the contractor to install and because it was designed by an installer, mm-hmm. right? So we're really pushing that. That's like the latest and greatest. It's been, they've been around a while, but it's really popular right mm. now. Opening louvered roofs. You go to restaurants around here, they have these louvered roofs that open and close, yeah. you know what I mean? Starting to see those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, those projects, when you look at on a restaurant, I mean, that's like quarter million dollars easy because they got, they've got heaters and TVs and all kinds of stuff, lighting, right? Wow. Yeah. How long does it take on average to build these? Like, and do you need a full team or can you do it by yourself? Well, I, okay, so I'm not a good example, but I also, I have good experience. I did work alone for like six years Wow. because I just wanted to make all the money. Okay. Now my body's kind of paying the price for that a little bit because- <laughs> Running up and down, uh, down the ladder like 125 times a day. Is, is Wait, so you were going up a ladder brutal. with no one holding it? Yeah, well, I would just build, yeah, I would just build <laughs> it myself. So it would be a ladder wow. on. So when you build a patio, you got the front and the back. So you're running up and down, running up and down, running up and down. Yeah, yeah. It was like 120 times a, 20 times a day. So um, a little brutal on your body, but I made all the money. And so I was happy with that. And once I finally did get a helper, um, you know, usually teams are, it's a team of two. Okay. Uh, and so even bigger projects, we'll leave it alone like that. If we have a project with tons of footings, big, huge footings, we might bring another crew in and have mm. them help with that. But um, the average project would probably be two days. Uh, wow. A, a, small, a, a, a medium or small house projects a day. Okay. You know, that's pretty quick. And let's say the, well, the average this year um, in Sacramento is $11,000 is the average purchase price for our sales. Wow. That's and a really high average order value. Right. So... Um, and of course, that's up a lot since 2012, and it's like at least doubled. Or Material something. cost went up. Just everything, yeah. Right. Um, exactly. Um, and what we have to offer is just it's, yeah. it's it's well over and above everyone else. Like we take care of people. That, wow, that makes sense. How you're doing five million a year? Then yeah, I didn't know right. they were that expensive. And if you're doing a couple a day. Yeah, we've got four crews. We do about 450 a, a year, something like that. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah. So so, I mean, the last. You know, the last year we kind of took the Alex Hermosi, you know, his last book kind of took some of that and went, you know what? Great book. Let's offer more. Yeah. Let's offer the most value possible that I can find within what we have that we're not already selling, yeah. which is stupid. And I, we found that, you know, and let's charge more. Like, yeah. Let's take care of people. When something happens, let's just say, look, we got you. Dude, one of the best books ever. It yeah. led to me making like a million dollars, hundred really? million offers, right? Yeah. 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 I thought that one was better than his new one. Really? Did you read the new one? Not yet. Yeah. Uh, it no, was good, but Harry got it. Harry picked it up. Yeah, it was good, but hundred million offers. I mean, yeah. that changed my mindset. Right, because you want to just make as much as you can, but you don't realize the more value you give, the more you can make. Yeah, well, the more value you present, and of course, I tie that in with branding. Like, obviously, that's the huge Gary V thing, right? Or anyone who's 
knows anything about advertising like if you can advertise like crazy yeah and your brand is everything then you don't need specialized salespeople. Mm-hmm. You just need a nice person that knows what they're doing to close the deal. Right. Because your branding's already there and available. So that also will net you yeah. a whole lot more rather than paying, you know. Yeah. So what's the plan to scale this to an eight figure a year business? Now you're doing franchising, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think we're tapped in Sacramento. We can do more, but um, I'm also doing the, ma- the manufacturing and I've developed the products and, um, and we're doing um, personal social media, and mm-hmm. so I'm pretty thin now. Yeah. So I, I, I see the franchise as a better way to go to, to it, it's another business really, but uh, we already have the mothership. We'll have the, the, the partnership of the franchisee come up and spend two weeks with us to learn everything mm-hmm. um, that we're doing, and then I'll go out and see them you know, a couple months later, and, uh, and we'll take care of them. We'll be in contact the whole time. And I think the franchise is the way to go, you know. Not only does it build CW Designs uh, as CW Designs franchise, but it also builds the manufacturing side because they'll be buying the Cedalum uh, patio cover materials as well. So right. it's like a vertical integration, right? Nice. Yeah. I've seen uh, a few of your clips on, on Instagram. You talk about the importance of mental health and meditation, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did yeah. you have some struggles early on? <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I'm a Gen Xer. I don't, I don't know like how everyone else feels out there. That's kind of a thing out there, right? Gen yeah. Xers or this or that. I haven't even heard of that. I mean, I'm definitely like the, the epitome of a Gen Xer and okay. latchkey kid and all that from the eighties. Um, parents were great. They did the best they could. They're good parents, but it was a split, you know, marriage, they split Divorce. up. So I was all, it was real messy when I was a kid. Right. So I just kind of came out of that all, all a little goofed up, you mm. know, and I, I needed to, to, I started in the self-help realm with Tony Robbins, like mm-hmm. when I was 22. So that would be like 95, six, no, 94, mm-hmm. 94. And just started diving into that stuff. Cause I knew that I could do better and think and have a better way of thinking and not be so, um, so explosive with my, like, you got to get a hold of your ego. That's right. what it is. Like our egos can make or break us the ego is a great tool but if it leads you then it's like you're just like on a carriage with a horse out of control yeah just ah, going crazy <laughs> and there's no there's like nothing but if you you got to be able to turn that off so another long story short is you know I, I like to cover stuff that helps people just daily and hopefully some people get something out of it what i'd really like is people to respond mm-hmm. and like message back and and say hey this that or the other i agree i disagree i like that conversation i think that's healthy for us to all like talk about these things rather than everything we see is just like money, 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 go out there, right. do everything you can, buy fancy cars. It's like materialistic. Maybe for some people, but like for the majority of us, that's not going to do jack. No, it's so temporary. It's, it's, it's totally, not, it's yeah. not sustainable. No, no. Yeah. Well, like we were talking, it's like you watch like, uh, can we even say Grant Cardone? Like the dude is <laughs> yeah. everywhere. Controversial. Right? Oh my God. So controversial. Yeah. And we even, I think the reason I got canceled, like we got a violation uh, for, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Zuckerberg? No. What's the dude? I was talking about cigars. I'm like, I'm not a cigar guy. Oh, Tate. So Tate. So I'm like, Andrew Tate's got cigars. Schwarzenegger's got cigars. Community violation on TikTok. I'm like, why? Because I said Andrew Tate. Wow. It's not because I said cigar. Yeah, it's got to be Tate. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, hey, Jackson, next time don't spell his name Andrew Tate. Spell it something else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because maybe the spelling is part of it. But uh, um, we're just trying to have fun and, 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 you know, make things fun and and share with people like that we're human. Yeah. I'm not inhuman. I don't, you know, we're not going to go out and like to be able to to run a business and, and, and be an introvert like me, you really have to like, 
you're going to go through some hard times probably. Like mm -hmm. I had days where I was so stressed out where I felt like I, I would just like cramp up and like right. shake. Are you interested in coming on the Digital Social Hour podcast as a guest? We'll click the application link below in the description of this video. We are always looking for cool stories, cool entrepreneurs to talk to about business and life. Click the application link below and here's the episode, guys. Wow. Because I was like, what am I doing? your emotions like, were just bottled up. Yeah, this, yeah, something. It was like nuts. I, yeah. thought, I like, did I get bit by a rattlesnake? What's going on here? Like, it was crazy. Yeah. Um, I think maybe some people are more wired for it. I'm not, but I did it. And I know everyone can if they want to, mm -hmm. you know run a business, get in front of people, train people, be a leader. Yeah. You know, to some degree, you just have to do it. You have to be willing to be nervous and get used to it. The introvert thing really fascinates me because a lot of people that are successful are introverts and a lot of people that have come on this podcast are introverts, but they are able to kind of tune into another side of them when they need to. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I, I kind of have a theory on, on a lot of that where like ultra driven people um, can tone back. And, and live a life that's more harmonious. Mm -hmm. Whereas people that aren't, um, don't come out of the gate with that drive, I just don't know how they're gonna find the drive. Mm. So it'd be interesting to kind of look into that and see if there's a way to help people find drive. Yeah. But I like, like you say, like, is that like what you're saying to uh, the introverts? Is it tie into like the C group people? Like, I'm a C student, like, for sure. I like, barely got through high school. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm looking out the window. I don't want to be here. <laughs> like, I got A's and PE. And that yeah. was it. That was my everything favorite else, class, like, too. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> everything else, like, screw it. Yeah. So, like, that's true. Like, a lot of successful people are like C groups, like mm -hmm. 2.9 average, got barely got out of school, introverted. Uh, why is that? That's super interesting. Yeah, it is. It's kind of like they don't want to be in the system, right? Almost. Yeah, and that's what makes you successful. Yeah. Because you want to do everything your way or at least another way, mm -hmm. not like everyone else. Yeah. So that is helpful like with the social media thing people talk about. Don't be on social all day. Don't get carried away. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Well, we're not because we're wire, hardwired to see it and go, oh, cool. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do my thing. Mm -hmm. It's cool you did that, but I'm going to do this. And that's really what life is like. It's your own thing. You have to do your own thing and appreciate yourself because no one else is going to. Yeah. Everyone else is only worried about themselves. And that's not a bad thing. That's just real. Yeah. It took me a while to realize that because I used to try to please everyone and I realized no one gave a shit about me. So that was like a big wake up call, I think, you know, yeah. to when, be a, a little more selfish. When did you when did you realize that? Late, man, like 20s. Really? My 20s. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My whole life I was pleasing everyone. I was that nice guy. I got no girls. <laughs> and I just realized I need to be more selfish. Right. You know? Was there like one thing that triggered it? Um, no, I think it was just accumulation. And then I just realized like this isn't working. Right. You got to be a little selfish. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Which is hard if you're someone who does like to please people. And you like my birthday, for instance, my birthday comes up. I just want my whole family over. Mm -hmm. That's all I want. I don't want anything. I just want to be with the people I love. Right. And just share that time. That's all I want. So if someone else has a birthday and they're like, I want to go do this or that. I'm like, how do you not want to just be with everyone? Mm. And, you know, um, and that's the, that's like the, just the love that's, we all have that. We all right. need that. And so the sooner we tap into that and realize it and get back to that. Yeah, that's cool. Um, there's a show on, I think it's, uh, it's probably Netflix. It's like about, it's called like people that live over a hundred years. I don't know if you've seen it. Oh, like, it just came out, right? The Blue Zones. Yeah. Like, I want to watch that. Yeah. Super fascinating. Like these people like live forever because not because they go work out hard, mm -hmm. not because they eat the right thing or whatever. 
course, some of it is diet, right? They're yeah. not eating donuts yeah. every day. They have a little wine. Uh, they get up, they work in their yard. They mm. do yard work. They clean by hand. They don't have sofas and chairs. They mm. sit on the floor. Wow. They do hard hand labor work until maybe 11 in the morning or noon. And then the rest of the afternoon, they just enjoy each other's company. Mm. And so that's that more fruitful, like happy. Uh, we all want to be around each other and together mm -hmm. rather than today we are getting carried away, especially in America with just like, I've got this, I've got that. This is my next goal. This is my, where are you at next? Well, For dude, sure. that, 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 stress that just, path is yeah. never going to end. Adds up. And like the higher you go on that path, the harder you drop once mm. you realize you don't, that's not really for you. Yeah, there's a balance, man. Yeah. There definitely is. I mean, I used to work way too long, 18 hours a day, and I realized I'm probably taking years off my life. Right. So I was like, yeah, let me take a step back. You know, you never know when your last day is. Right. What do you do for enjoyment? Basketball, play with my dogs. Uh, I do like some movies. I'm watching Suits right now on Netflix. Mm -hmm. It's a good show. Um, and I like uh, stuff that makes you think, like escape rooms. Right. Um, yeah, stuff like that. What about you? Like puzzles, like yeah. things that are like puzzling. Because my dad has the Alzheimer's gene, so I always oh, I play oh, chess oh, every oh. day. Actually, you got to watch that show then, because they talk a lot about that too. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a there's a a lot of uh, and there's always there's always something new out there, right? Mm -hmm. But I do think it's just like we don't have any idea what we're supposed to be eating. Mm. Everyone's confused. Even the latest is like just another fad. It's always a new thing, right? Oh, exactly. Who's the guy that did the? Um, he does like. Uh, I forget his name. He's a, a doctor. He's very popular online, and he did uh, with Chris Helmsworth. He did a, he did that. Uh, Was uh, it David Sinclair? Uh, Joe Dispenza. Not Joe Dispenza. I know that. It's about he's he, he's what he's gone to is um, he realized it's the fasting thing, right? So it's like mm -hmm. fast every week, fast. Oh, sad guru. Month. Sad guru. I like that guy too, but does he fast? Probably. I think so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's like he's like fat. He's like basically he says I'm fasting. Like I, I take it back. I'm fasting too much. This is too much. Okay. So my point with that is that nobody really knows. Right. We're all experimenting, and yeah. then we're talking about experimenting, and then you put it on social, and people go, "Oh, that's what I'm going to do now. That's what I need to do." Like, yeah. Just do your own thing. Right? Exactly. I think the best way to do it just take a blood test and see what you need to do. From right. There. Not everyone's the same. Right. Right. Yeah. My wife's a dietitian, so. Um, that's a good thing, but it also makes it more confusing. We have supplements like everywhere, mm. all over the place. Yeah, that's a whole nother thing, right? Yeah. The quality of the supplements, is it natural? Yeah. Is it man-made? Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yeah, it gets complicated, man. Mm -hmm. There's no like one one solution. No, no. It does get confusing, so it's like just enjoy your life and like you know, yeah. have that balance everywhere. I think that's the best anyone can do. Um, and just enjoy yourself. As far as me, I like... Uh, I fly. I like to fly. <clears throat> my, You're a pilot, my, right? I got my I got my uh, pilot's license a few years ago, so that's cool. Um, although it does take a lot of time to do it to do it well and not mm -hmm. you know hurt yourself because right. I want to be there for my kids. Uh, music. I was a musician when I was younger. I kind of sat. I kind of sacrificed my musicianship for building patio covers, mm. and making money. Right. Yeah. Well, um, and it served me very well. Nice. I've done very well. What type of music? But I want to get back to music because yeah. I think it's missing. You know that creative outlet. Um, I was in hard rock bands as a bass player, heavy metal, and but my thing is acoustic rock. Like mm. I play acoustic rock music. Nice. I like to write. I've I've got tons of songs I've written. I'm getting back into that. That's the direction I need to go back to, and I just know that's what I need to do right now. And, and I'm not here to like show anybody that I can continue this, that, or the other. I'm just doing my thing, mm. and that's what everyone should do, whatever they want to do. Yeah. And uh, let's talk about like singing in the car. Who likes to sing in the car, right? When someone comes up next to you, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm <laughs> singing in my car. But if you were to sing in your car and someone sees you do that, 
you're, they're, you're gonna give them joy mm. by them seeing you do that. That's true. So why not be brave? Who cares? Wow, I'm gonna do that next right? time, man. They're like, dude, this guy's going at it. Yeah, this you're right. Great. Why should I care that they're looking at me? You're right. You're actually gonna give a, put a, give a smile on their face, like unless they're super angry, like whatever. But I bet you later that day they're gonna go, man, I just want to be the dude in the car singing. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome, man. So yeah. when you see younger people, like in their teenage years, twenties, what advice <clears throat> are you generally giving them? Um, if I had to give them advice, I would really say um, take the opportunity to do what you want, what really is in your gut that you feel. Um, it's hard to get support for that. A lot of times your parents want you to college and all that stuff, and they yeah. just want what's best for you. Uh, mainly don't ride motorcycles on the street. <laughs> you did take, that? Take them to the racetrack. Don't yeah. go on the street. It's way too dangerous. <laughs> I'd rather you were alive than like. Yeah, I did. It's like, it's just so sketchy. Everyone I know that has so one sketchy. has been in an accident. It's not good. Like, I was really lucky. I had lots of them, rode them for a while, got away from it, and thank goodness, nothing. You never happened. got in an accident? No. I wow. mean, it was close a few times, but it was usually my fault, you mm. know. Um, but anyway, it's like, oof, that's, it's just, it's so bad. It's like, at least, if you're going to get in an accident, at least make sure it's in a, on four wheels, like in a car. Right. Or a big ass truck, or a BMW, because they're really, you know, I guess Tesla's the strong. I have like a that. Tesla, yeah. Yeah. That's a good frame. Hopefully. <laughs> that's not that's not getting an accident, yeah. right? Um, but but like I would just say to kids, just just do what you want to do. Like have like don't definitely don't be in a hurry to get married and have kids and all that. You could be with someone, you could get married if you want to. Mm-hmm. Just take time. Like I'm I have a two and a half and a four and a half year old. I'm forty nine. Mm-hmm. So like you've got a lot of time. Wow. Like I sound ancient to these yeah. kids for sure. But I feel like them. Like mm-hmm. physically I feel yeah you know i feel good was that a choice to wait until you were 45 to have kids or was it kind of planned i mean i wasn't ready like i burned so many relationships you know just goofing around lots of girlfriends wanting to get with as many as i could Mm -hmm. it was just as i wasn't in the mindset so i wasn't ready it wasn't as much a choice as uh, maybe i was making choices and maybe in a way that was a choice right Right. i just wanted to have fun and, and 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 just be a dude you know? <laughs> and unfortunately you know now i look back and i realize it's way 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 more healthy and it feels better to have a really great solid lifelong partner right and just things just get way more intense on both sides but yeah mostly on the, in a good way yeah that's great yeah. yeah that's something that's overlooked in today's culture like it's it's cool to hook up with a lot of people almost i hear that i don't know that i really don't talk to enough younger generation i have they work for me but we don't i mean you don't talk about that no it's just like (laughs) yeah why are you late or make sure you do this make sure you do that i'm just a boss so yeah um, i like to be more less i do i do have trouble with like the boss like the boss thing right um like do are you just an authoritarian boss or are you a nice boss or yeah you cross the line you can't really be a friend what kind of boss are you well i think i'm i'm i think i'm i would say i'm too nice oh you're too nice yeah i'd say i'm too nice okay but people that know me like my longer employees they know there's a side of me that like don't let that out right. of the cage because i will lose it but uh, and what you need to learn is as someone who's really passionate and maybe that that allows you know that the ego could get out of the box a little too easily when i was younger drinking too much i stopped drinking like a year and a half ago mm. you'd learn how to like control it and use it as a tool mm-hmm. so it's another tool you can use to go look i'm getting fired up here and they go whoa i don't so if you can Let's say if you're always crazy and mad and yelling, then they just know you're always crazy, mad and yelling. So there's there's no effect. It's yeah. just normal. But if 
if you tone it way back in your, in your chill, then you come across respectfully in, in a mature manner. Every once in a while, someone needs to get lit up a little bit. You go into that red zone just for a touch, and they go, ooh, mm -hmm. I didn't see that coming. And then you go back and you go, see, I don't need to stay there. I'm still chill, and I can manage myself. Yeah, That's a trait that's difficult if you don't have it already, but it's very important, and other people respect that, whether they know it outwardly or not. It's mm. very respectful to see that you can do that. That's a leader. Yeah, I like that. My favorite video of you... <laughs> was uh you said it's hard to make a lot of money if you're a yeah what did you mean by that did you come up did you come up with that <laughs> jackson jackson go um well i i just think like um what you give out to the world comes back to you mm -hmm. so um obviously i say everything from the screen that is clark wagaman right just like we were talking about a minute ago it's, it's only about what we see and what we know so i want to be as kind as possible to people as i can and and give and you get back. Mm -hmm. If you're constantly taking, and you know, a d could be an actual mean person or someone who's just um, sales, 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 take, 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 money, money, money. Right. One day that blows up and burns out. It always does. Mm. And that's being a d also, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. If it's all money, people see through that. You're going to take advantage of a bunch of people. Yeah. And um, eventually they're going to get pissed or something's going to come down. It's not going to work out. Some regulatory service is going to come along and say whoa 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 that's not right right and then boom you get cut yeah you saw that with the guys selling like those passive income courses mm -hmm. they all mm -hmm. got like shut down mm -hmm. yeah i mean these courses all these courses have been around for ever mm -hmm. i mean i bought a course back in the day it was like in the 80s and um this guy was hilarious he was a great actor on tv and he sold this booklet these booklets on how to become a millionaire millionaire like he did his name was Dan. Oh, God, I can't remember. But it was place your, these little ads in classifieds, free classifieds all over the country because mm. classified ads are free. Yeah. So place these free classified ads for like $1.25, sell anything, sell a plastic spider, sell anything you can find, mm. and just do it a, a zillion times and make a million dollars. You're like, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. That doesn't sound fun at all. <laughs> no. And then you're right. You just buy his, his crap, his yeah. $60 worth wow. of Wow. So there was courses in the 80s? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How'd you buy oh, it? Like Don, over the phone? Don LaPre. Don LaPre. Don LaPre. That was his name. He ended up, I believe, he's not. He's no longer with us. Okay. And I won't say how or why because I really, I don't remember, but I think he just had enough. Yeah. If I remember right. But yeah, he had, he had the, he had the. It had to be a rented mansion and the rented cars on the wow. video. Just exactly. So this was pre-social media people were doing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. On TV. Interesting. For sure. It's been around forever. Wow. It, there's I thought nothing it was, new. Yeah, I thought it was like a social media thing. Though. No, I saw it and I'm like, here we go again. Yeah. Should we, should we go rent a Lambo? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and then people are like, you know, whoa, this dude must be the sh**. Yeah. You know? And I just, I just like my more, I can't do it. Mm -hmm. Like I could, but I would, I would have to like tell them what's up on camera. I'd be like. Just yeah. kidding. Yeah. I rented this thing. <laughs> this is so authentic, man. When no. you're renting the luxury car, renting <clears throat> the house, and then acting like you own it. Right. I just can't get behind that. There's a lot of that, right? Almost everyone. I'd say Almost 80%. everyone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's this um, I don't yeah, I mean I don't you 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 rub elbows with some some, yeah. some people. You know? And so, I could have went down that path right. and launched a course and made millions, but I just felt like if if you're making more money off the course than what you do, that's not authentic to me. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's and good you're able to realize that like, yeah. early on. I mean. And that's why I like Hormozzi so much because mm -hmm. he doesn't have any paid courses. 
but the value he's providing is just massive, mm-hmm. life-changing stuff. Mm-hmm. And he'll make it back from relationships he makes. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that way you actually make more, in my opinion, than a course. Oh, yeah. There's a lot to be said about giving out the value, giving out the value, giving out the value for free and waiting until the very last moment that you have to sell something or then you finally have something to offer. In his case, I guess now he's just really into other businesses and helping other yeah. businesses grow. And that's how you become a billionaire, through equity. So yeah. now that he's investing in all these startups, right. I think he's going to become a billionaire. Yeah, he might be one. He's one of those special people that we're not going to see again for a while. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's, it's when he talks, you're like, dude, how smart are you? I think I'm pretty smart. Like, yeah. You should think you're smart because we need to be confident in ourselves, yeah. right? But that dude is on another level. He's different, man. Especially in his early 20s. He was like already... Already that making all 10 million. Yeah. What is going on in here? his 20s? <laughs> it's amazing. Um, yeah, man. So, what's next for you? Where can people find you? And what do you want to close off with? Um, yeah. Well, um, we're everywhere. Clark Wagaman, Clark Wagaman, uh, at Clark Wagaman on Instagram. And um, I own Sacramento Patio by CW Design. So, sacramentopatio.com is the website. Uh, in Sacramento, we'll be franchising. So, Clark Wagaman Designs Franchises, plural, is also a website. Um, we're franchising. I've got my manufacturing business, Cedaloom. We're building uh, patio covers, you know, from scratch up there in Sacramento. And um, we're growing that business by franchising and getting our materials out there. We have our Airloop opening roof system. So we will be uh, pushing the Airloop opening roof system out, um, you know, with more ads as well. We're working on that right now. So we'll nice. be pushing that out all over the place. And we just want people to know it's the best system that they can get their hands on. And I just want to get out there and do my personal brand stuff. Just have a good time and kind of see where it goes. And I would just want to share with people and have fun with it. And Sick, just man. say, hey, this is what I've done. Maybe you can do that or maybe not. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Just enjoy it and feel good about it, right? Love it, man. Yeah, I'm buying a house out here. So I'll hit you up <laughs> if I ever need a roof. Right and, uh, on. Can't wait to see what you, what you do next, man. Right on. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Clark. Yeah, thank you, Sean. Great to meet you, man. Absolutely. Thanks for watching, guys. And I'll see you next time.